Welcome to the Active Faith Podcast, where we are building a theology of self-care together. My name is Andrew Ware. I am your host, and I am the Running Rev. Through conversations with others and reflections, we are building a theology of self-care, exploring how we take that initiative to care for ourselves as we seek to live out our faith and vocations. Welcome to this episode. This is a solo episode. As I return back into podcasting after a couple of weeks off, I will get into that in the episode. But I just wanted to come and do this episode just as a reflection on my time off, my time away. And so this is a solo episode. I also probably don't think it will be that long. Uh, So let's dive into this episode. Okay, so as you heard in that intro, I am here by myself today. Um, I I do have an episode recorded, but I wanted an opportunity as I came back uh, from this uh, leave, from this time away, uh, just to have a couple of reflections. I know I reflected with some other pastors about their renewal leave. Um, As I sit here on Wednesday, I did record an episode this morning with another guest that I could have posted uh, for this episode, but I wanted this episode to come and to be an opportunity for me to reflect on my renewal time, this time where uh, I didn't do podcasting, I uh, even took some time off work, what that meant for me, what I was able to do, what I wasn't able to do, how crazy and hectic I learned my life is truly, uh, but also just a couple of reflections on some self-care things that I have been thinking about. And so, you know, to start, many of you all will know that you know, consistency is probably the biggest thing that helps this podcast to grow. The more consistent I am in my releases, uh, the more that you all listen, the more that you all uh, feel the desire to share. At least that's my hope. That's my vision in all of this. And so taking two weeks off probably is a little weird because if I take two weeks off, that, that kind of breaks that consistent stream. And, you know, I don't know if I'll have lost some listeners because of taking those two weeks off but I really felt like I needed that break. I felt like I needed that break from podcasting uh, for no other reason than just to collect myself mentally, to bring myself into this space. You know, I had been podcasting straight for an entire year, which I am overjoyed about, and I love this listener community that has been built. I love the community that I've created with other guests, but I just needed some time off. We all need a vacation, and even though I'd been taking vacations, I would often front load my vacation so that I could have an episode release even though I wasn't in the office. And so I did not want to do that this time. And I wanted to take some time to just get away from the podcasting, get away from the microphone and renew myself through other means that I love. And so one of the things that I love, I love to read and I love to write. Um, My writing is not the greatest. I have a friend who is helping me to edit. Shout out, Courtney. Um, and because I am terrible with grammar, uh, but I love to write. I love to get my thoughts out in whatever way as possible. And sometimes talking, even on a podcast, I can't get all of my thoughts out. I know you kind of hear me ramble sometimes, like I probably am right now. Um, but writing just becomes another medium for me to talk about and express many thoughts that I have and directions that my mind goes and ideas that I have when it comes to self-care. And so this was an opportunity for me to do that as I began to think and conceptualize what 
you know, what the future of this network looks like, because it is a network now. I've kind of built it and created it into one uh, because I love to be able to share stories. I love to be able to share experiences. I love to be able to share my own thoughts as I consider uh, how I am growing into this field of self-care, of physical activity, of mental health, of all of these things, Um, because this is going to be a very important intersection as we continue to move into our future. These ideas are not going away. These ideas at the front and center of our minds and spirits is not going away, at least I hope not, Um, because when we think about these things, when they're at the front of our mind, they can... um, be a great benefit to the way we live our lives. And so in all of that, I just felt like I had been doing a lot of podcasting, a lot of recording, um, spending a lot of time editing, spending a lot of time in conversation with others, which yes, I love, but also I just wanted to explore other avenues. And so I took those two weeks. So now this is back in your feed. Uh, I am back. Active Faith is back. Like I said, I've got an episode on the back burner that has been recorded. Hopefully, I'm getting a couple of more, maybe some return guests uh, to come in and dive in, maybe some holiday-themed episodes where we'll have a little bit of of holiday conversation, and so uh, things like that to look forward to as we move into this time, but also the joy of being able to write. You all who follow me on Facebook and Instagram, you know, you saw that I consolidated my my, uh, Instagram pages, and even my Facebook page is now the run and 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 that's not because I didn't want to uh, solely focus on myself and make it an ego trip for me, but only because it makes social media for me a little bit more manageable. Uh, it's easier to manage one page rather than two. It's easier for me to connect my Instagram page to my Facebook page instead of my you know Facebook profile. Uh, it, it, it makes it a little bit easier and it likes, makes it a little bit more manageable for me, especially someone with ADHD. Someone who is three on the Enneagram, I love to interact with people, but sometimes the one thing that social media plays, one role that social media plays is almost this uh, paralyzation of what do I put up there? Um, I mean, it's really easy to put an episode up there. It's really easy to put a, uh, a Substack article up there. It's, it's, it's really easy sometimes to take a picture after I finish a run and put it up there. But like, I, I also feel bad that like all of my content is uh, run selfies because uh, I'm more than a runner. Um, you know, I, I try and I want to put more stuff about my church up on my Instagram page. I want to put more stuff about my family, about my friends, about my social life, about all of these things so that you can get inside my mind. Obviously, there are boundaries in a lot of that to keep uh, things safe and to keep things healthy, but there's this paralyzation that I have with sharing. And so you all have seen, um, so I've, I've combined those accounts, hopefully to be able to do it. I'm still not perfect in it, but I hope to continue to grow and mature in that um, and find a way that I can share with the community and that the community can share back and that we can be interactive because I want to grow this community. I'm, I don't want it to be just a small group. I don't want it to be just a handful of people. I don't want it to just be me, but I want this to be a community where we can all come and learn together. And so, you know, when when these episodes come out and you hear something, you know, feel free to send me a note, send me an email, Andrew at ActiveFaithPod.com. Um, head on over to the website, head on over to Facebook or Instagram, send me a message, those kinds of things. Uh, this is an interactive community. And so the other part of that is I started writing. You'll see that I started a Substack, and writing became during my during that time of renewal an opportunity for me to reflect on a couple of really difficult instances in life, uh, in running specifically, 
Uh, and that was just the complete and total bonk of my Richmond half marathon. I mean, it was who it was awful. Go and read the Substack letter um, article. It, it it was not a great day for me. It was uh, tough mentally. It was tough physically. Uh, it was tough emotionally on me. And so that was a rough day. But it al- the Substack allowed me the the articling, the newslettering, the journaling, blogging, whatever you want to call it, allowed me to kind of move through my feelings in a way that I felt helped to help me to process, help me to grieve, help me to come out on the other side. And that was something that I'm glad I was able to do. And so as I reflect on a lot of that time, uh, the the sort of renewal time actually started on the on when uh, when I ran the Richmond Marathon because I knew the next Friday a podcast episode wasn't coming out, um, and I knew that during that week while I was in the office I had a lot of stuff that I had to get done. But when I was considering, all right, what is renewal? Well, this first week I was in the office. Um, I preached both Sundays. I did preach on the twentieth. I preached at my home church in Virginia Beach, and then the twenty seventh I preached at the church that I serve in Suffolk. Um, and then during that week of Thanksgiving, I just I had a lot of time with family, um, both uh, my family that that we all live together, my wife and my kids, um, and then extended family between um, my parents and my sister and my wife's family, uh, my in laws. You know, we had some time together, and so there were kind of two phases of renewal leave, and that's kind of what I want to get into. I know I'm already you know seven eight minutes into this, so hopefully you've lasted and made it this long. Um, but that's this is kind of what I want to talk because renewal leave looks different for a lot of us. You know, we heard from uh, Beth and Thomas about their renewal leaves and getting away. And I'm sure, you know, when the time comes that I can take an extended renewal leave, I probably will not be preaching. I will uh, probably not hearken the door of my church office for however long I take off. But in this one, I felt like the renewal leave was from a lot of different things. And so I took it in phases and I practiced self-care in different ways. So obviously I had the self-care that I practiced with my family of just getting to spend time and enjoy time with them. And there were, uh, times in there where I went and did other things. So I did a race. Uh, I went and ran Richmond. And then I ran, I believe it was the 19th. I ran the Harbor Norfolk Harbor 5K. And then on Thanksgiving Day, I did a turkey trot. So lots of running in there, but also lots of time with family. Lots of time, you know, uh, my family, my parents and my sister and my wife and my kids, we all went and got our Thanksgiving dinner together uh, early on in the week. And then later on, we went up to my wife's family and visited them up in Ashland. And so spent a lot of time with them. So there's this familial self-care where we spend time with our family and we enjoy the presence of those whom we love the most. And of course, this is one that we have talked about, um, not ad nauseum because it's not anything bad, but at great lengths in this podcast. We have dedicated a lot of time to the way in which spending time with family, with friends, really fills and renews our cup. But the thing that uh, really struck me in this leave was I set it up so that, again, I was preaching both those weeks. So essentially, I had a week off. So I had Monday through Thursday off. Friday and Saturday are my typical days off during the week. But then I worked worked flexibly both Sundays. Um, I had one Sunday where I preached at... Uh, the church that sent me forth into ministry. And then the next week I preached at the church that uh, currently is where I'm practicing ministry. 
And I had, a, I had some people ask why I did that. And as I thought about it, um, I thought one of the things that gives me the greatest joy in ministry, and, and this is nothing against anything else, one of the things I love most is preaching. Uh, standing in a pulpit is one of the most comforting places that I feel exists on this earth for me. Aside from being on a run, being in a pulpit and preaching the Word of God is one of the things that I just love beyond anything. Um, it puts me in a calm space. It puts me in a sacred space. It puts me in a great space. And so even if I'm having a bad week, stepping into the pulpit, I feel everything go away. Um, an example of this is from this past summer. You know, many of you will remember that we had a tumultuous time before we went on vacation. You know, we had vacation Bible school at my church, um, and all the kids uh, in the community were there. We had about 40 kids, and, you know, we had a little bit of a COVID outbreak at our church. And as we were coming back off of that, um, we found out, you know, Saturday morning before worship on Sunday, and we had to completely change and transform what worship looked like because we were going to be having a VBS celebration, and we could not do that anymore because we had this outbreak in our vacation Bible school. However, we also knew that we had uh, much of our community who is not exposed, um, and we had much of our community who uh, were very um present, very natured and understanding. So we offered uh, a worship service, a small worship service. We invited people, if they'd been at VBS all week, to please, you know, as much as possible, stay home and allow some of the folks who had not been there. And as always, we have our virtual service. I stayed in the pulpit. I stayed fully masked the entire time to keep safety. I tested myself that morning. I tested myself throughout that week after to make sure that I did not become COVID positive. Um, I never became COVID positive, but as you remember, you know, you know, COVID positive in my house. And so, you know, we had all these things going on. And I remember just being stressed beyond belief at the way and nature that the last 24 hours had moved. And then I remember stepping into the the pulpit area, the 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 altar area, the place in which I got up to preach. And it just all felt it all went away. It all went away. And I was so relaxed. I was so easy because I was in a comfortable place. And sometimes in our vocations, there are those activities that feel renewing because we know that's what we've been called to. And to me, preaching is one of these things that no matter how long and arduous my week is, that I still am taking my days off, but the manner of self-care that I experience within my vocation is preaching. If I am working, I am preaching. Um, that's again, it's not an ego thing. It's not a it's not anything other than I just love to preach. I feel comfort, I feel um peace, I feel grace, I feel everything in that moment of preaching. And that's why I love to do it. And so it brings up this idea of what I kind of like to call vocational self-care. Um, these are practices of self-care in our vocation that allow us to um, feel that sense of calm, feel that sense of peace, um, know that we are called into this vocation, know that uh, this vocation is something that is rich and renewing, even uh, despite some of the more maybe anxiety-filled or arduous tasks that we may be doing. You know, I think about 
you know, pastors and and even myself who go through these long meetings who have to drudge out and and often do the life and order and the administrative life of the church, sometimes seeing the darker sides of the church, and yet in the midst of a really busy week to be able to step into that pulpit is what continues to push me forward, that I have the opportunity to preach God's word on a Sunday morning. And it almost makes everything else that I do be centered and focused on that understanding. And I think that that's made me a better pastor. It's made me um, much more present in meetings. It's made me uh, much more present as I sit with congregation members. It makes me just more aware of everything that's going on because I can sit and I can exist in that space. And I can long for the moments of comfort and joy that I know will fill me. Um, It allows me to be a better pastor because my cup is filled when I preach. And then as I go forth into the world, I can give of that cup to others to have it continually refilled when I do that in my vocational ministry. And so when I thought about, okay, I'm going to set my renewal leave up, my one week of renewal leave that I get a year, and I'm going to preach at my home church, the church that I grew up at, um, and then I'm going to have you know six days off, and then I'm going to preach at the church that I currently work at, and you know, that might be like, what? Really? Really, Rev? Really running, Rev? What you doing with that? But yeah, like I, I, I felt renewed. I felt relaxed. Um, it gave me an opportunity to go back and to celebrate that joy with my home congregation. I had not been there in some eight or nine years uh, for a Sunday service. As long as I've been in pastoral ministry, it's really hard for pastors to make it around and do stuff like that. Um, and so that's kind of that vocational self-care side of things. And it was really enjoyable, um, and it's caused me, um, led me to to just continue to think that way about my vocation, to in the midst of of what may feel like the high stress, the high anxiety times, to remember to find uh, those moments within my vocation in which I can find renewal. So we always talk about you know your days off during the week, you know holding your boundaries sacred, um, but also. I feel like if there's something, if there's not something in your job that you just absolutely love doing, or you don't get an opportunity to do that, then is that a sign for what your vocation, for what your job means to you? And so we find those opportunities for renewal to continue to be lifted up to one, remind ourselves that, yes, God, I feel like I'm in the right place, but two, that also we have those moments and opportunities so that we don't feel like our entire job is the monotony of what we do or um, the arduous nature of whatever our vocation entails. And then, as I said, a lot of it was a lot of that renewal leave was also just rediscovering a lot of things that I thought I had lost, um, especially when it came to running, because I thought, you know, Richmond proved that I was not in good shape or or I didn't feel like I was in good shape. And so I came back for the Harbor 5K and absolutely crushed it. Um, I came back for my Turkey Trot 10K in Richmond and absolutely crushed it. And so being reminded of that joy for running after I'd been dealt just a huge blow. And I'm going to talk about that uh, on an episode next week. Uh, Sarah McIntosh, you'll remember her from the uh, Strong Mother Runner series. She's coming back and she's going to talk about her Richmond experience. And um, there's there's a lot of empathy in there knowing each other's journey and both of us having struggled on that day. And so uh, it was nice to unpack with her. I look forward to getting that out in the in the universe. 
Um, and then the writing. The writing also became a big thing for me because uh, not necessarily doing some of these solo episodes, which I think I might try and do a little bit more, but just another way to connect with people. Um, I am someone who loves to connect with people. I don't know if that comes out a lot in my podcasting, um, but I love to connect. I love to engage. Uh, and so any opportunity I have where I can do those things, where I can um, build that audience, not to build my ego, but to know that we as a community are making an impact in the world. Um, because the more that this community grows, the more that the conversations that undergird this community continue to be pushed out into into the world so that we can begin to not make self-care something that is talked about behind the scenes, but something that is talked about right in front of everybody. And so those are uh, that's one of the things behind the behind the newsletter, behind the substack. And you'll see that, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. I'm putting my sermons up there. I'm putting, you know, blog type posts up there. Um, I'm hoping to have other contributors who can lend their voices to the network. Um, you know, I may be the leader. I may have, you know, started this network, but, you know, it's hard to say that I am the only person. I mean, I'm not even qualified to speak on self-care because uh, I'd sometimes do such a terrible job at it. Um, but if I can bring in voices who can help me to learn, who can help all of us to learn, then what a great opportunity we have as a community together. And those are just some of the things that kind of struck me while I was away. Um, and to note in my mind the way that those things fill me as I go along the journey. And so to not think of it as, oh, now Andrew's adding writing on top of his podcasting. But no, now Andrew gets to write and podcast. And I think for me, and one of the things that you might notice over some time is the way that this network adjusts. You know, am I going to stick to a weekly episode? I don't know. Um, am I going to put articles out weekly? I don't know. Um, I think as I find balance between both of them, I, we're going to figure it out together. And I think that that's going to be the ultimate point and understanding of this community, of how we function together, of how we move and grow together. Um, and so I, I wanted to bring you this solo episode just as an opportunity for me to get some of my thoughts out into the universe. Um, I really have been like enjoying that term vocational self-care for a while and kind of had been wanting to get it out there and, and, and start a conversation around it. Um, I might also put it for uh, Substack this week as well. So you might get audio and writing. Uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. Um but yeah, so as we move forward, you know, like I said, next week we're going to have, uh, I said Sarah McIntosh is going to be on. I'm hoping to have a couple of other episodes uh, waiting in the wings as we kind of get through this time. Uh, so as always, you know, I invite you to come along for this journey. And yeah, so we close this episode uh, and I want to thank you so much for joining this conversation. You know, you heard all those ways during the episode to engage. And so thanks so much for joining it. You know, we've got the Active Faith community on Facebook. Uh, that is a community where we post, where we gather together. Um, this podcast, I would love it if you would follow, subscribe on your favorite listening platform. And if you have a moment, if you wouldn't mind just hopping over to Apple Podcasts and leaving uh, a rating and review, preferably five stars if you uh, so enjoy the podcast. But I also would love to hear your thoughts about how I can grow as a podcast host. 
I invite you to go on over to the Substack. All of this is going to be in the show notes. If you follow the Linktree link, head over to Substack. And there's all sorts of opportunities there for you to engage, uh, to read, to uh, engage that way. And then I would love uh, if you would take some time, uh, if you are able to, to support this ministry on Patreon. I want to thank my patrons, David Vaughn, Pam Anderson, Amy Dane, and Andy Wells for giving to this ministry. And I truly believe it's a ministry in the way that I'm hoping to offer it. And so if you would like to support this ministry, uh, I invite you to head on over to patreon.com slash run and rev to offer your support. Any dollar amount is just uh, an amazing blessing on what I am able to offer. For the most part, a lot of this has come out of pocket. Um, and so your gift just helps to make sure it keeps going, helps to make sure that I can keep bringing episodes and all of these things and your support in any way, whether it is on Patreon, whether it's leaving a rating and review, following and subscribing, or even just sharing it to other people so that other people hear about the podcast, your support in whatever way, shape or form is so much appreciated as we continue to do this work. And now may God bless each of us and may we find some ways to stay active in and for God's kingdom. Amen.